When you can't wait a couple months to get an Electabus? <laughs> Are they not available right now? Because you can't get them in Sword and Shield. No, they're only... They're Diamond exclusive Pokemon. Okay. And I have Pearl, because that was what I had. Well, I can give you my Electabuzz uh, from Pokemon Go, and you can upload that to your home. And then download it whenever it's ready. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I haven't looked at Pokemon Go in a few months because uh, I haven't gone anywhere. And the updates for that game are gigantic file sizes. <laughs> hey, you thought that it drained your battery a lot the last time. Wait until you see that update. Now I can't even update my phone. Remind me never to stay up that late again. We went to bed at the same time as you kids, and I'm exhausted. I ended up going to bed around midnight. (laughs) Same time. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (coughs) I just can't do it. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. One of three game shows where (laughs) someone is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. That's not true. (laughs) You say this every time. You haven't done the research. We're the only quiz show, but we're one of, I think, five shows where people talk about movies they haven't seen. It's a a thin line. Um... I'm your co-host, Wes. This is your other co-host. An old, old man. The current score is... Me, 24. Old man, 21. Uh, Wes predicted that he would receive 75 points over all of his quizzes, and this old, old man predicted he would get 64. This old man... He had 21 points. <laughs> he predicted 64 points. <laughs> points out of a possible 120. This old man is going to lose. <laughs> also, Kira is on the board. Uh, she has 7.75 points out of a predicted 10. Interesting. All right, let's cut to the chase. Blank check is is uh, it's here, here to haunt us. <laughs> it's here. It's now. It's with it. It understands the culture. It gets what kids want. It's got its <laughs> finger on the pulse, and we're about to talk about it. Wes hasn't heard any of my opinions on this movie at all, and so he... Is very curious about what I have to say. All I know is when you watched it, and then it was radio silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I did. I watched it while I was 
um, working from home. I was paying attention to the movie. Don't worry. Uh, then I had to go drop off my car for repairs. So at the start of the third act, I paused the movie, left my house, came back an hour and a half later, and then finished it. This movie is meant to be consumed in one sitting. Just like Martin Scorsese would have wanted this movie to be consumed. <laughs> should be up on the big screen, not on your TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I rented out a theater, but uh, once I told them I was playing blank check, they told me to leave. <laughs> they took my money and then, still. And then they put you on some kind of national registry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what that was about, but uh, I had to go talk to all my neighbors. Felt weird. Why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? You said you know nothing about it other than it's richy rich adjacent. I'd say that's still true. It's about a kid who finds a blank check. You said uh, he's going to get $10 million. Uh, He's going to spend it irresponsibly. There's a nice Miss Honey mentor character. Eh. No. And uh, there's a business that's hunting him down. I gave you half a point. I'll take it. It is Richie Rich adjacent. He does find a blank check. (laughs) It's given to him. There's people hunting him down. They're not necessarily a business. They're kind of a business. It's, it's It's not an LLC or anything. They're not incorporated. The bank might be, but the individuals that are all together... Don't all work for that same organization. They're in the business of friendship. Mm hmm. Juice is all about friendship. <laughs> what are the four things on Preston's birthday list? Okay, I gotta pull this up. <laughs> Preston's birthday list. I don't remember what I said. The correct answer is money, his own house. Uh, girlfriend. And what's the... I can't remember the last one. Okay, the four things that were on his list. The first thing was place a hit on his brothers. What? Oh, he wanted a bunch of money to place a hit on his brothers. Yes. Two, get a house. Three, get a girlfriend. And four, biggest birthday party ever. Mm, That's right. You said he wanted a kid-sized Jeep. Don't we all? Crazy video game thing. He gets he just, that, but he doesn't ask for it. <laughs> he just gets that. Uh, mom and dad, no divorce. <laughs> they're, they're a troubled relationship, but that's not his main concern. That's not Preston's primary concern. I would say for the most part, the entire family is happy, except for Preston. <laughs> and the rest of the family is unhappy with Preston. <laughs> It's everything is all Preston's fault. This is one of those '90s movies where it's like you're the black sheep of the family. You don't fit in. If you were in here, everything would be great. Which is a big theme in a lot of late '80s, mid '90s movies. Matilda. Mm-hmm. And as you'll discover, Babe. Uh... Willy Wonka. <laughs> Happy old people scissoring on that bed. And you also said that he wanted a McDonald's industry. He wanted all of McDonald's. Yes. 
So I got three points. You got zero. What kind of water activity does Preston and Shay do on their date? Give you three chances. Swimming. <laughs> you said water polo, swimming, and underwater basket weaving. All right. Those are all wrong. Uh, they go to one of those places where water shoots up out of the ground mm-hmm. and they try to like dodge all the water. That does seem really fun. I'm not going to talk shit. Um, this is where I'll tip my hat a little bit. The scene is shot too romantically. <laughs> the music, the close-ups on holding hands, it's too much. I didn't like it, and it's too long. <laughs> when I was showing this to Takara, her re- reaction was just like, No! <laughs> no! <laughs> like, if this were another movie where people were age-appropriate for each other, there's a part where one of them picks the other up, and then they carry them into the jet stream, and they kiss in the jet stream. Yes. And that looked like it was seconds away from <laughs> happening. If only am I right. <laughs> <laughs> what does Preston wish for when he blows out his candles? You said, I want to be big. <laughs> <laughs> I must be large. I don't Uh, remember what he actually wishes for. He never says it, but we see him look at the flyer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Of what's her name? He wishes for Shay. Shay, yes. (laughs) I long only for Shay. The bank teller slash FBI informant. Mm Mm-hmm. What? What's the story Juice tells of how his dog, Old King Cole, died? I was much closer with what I had said after regarding Banjo-Kazooie Yes, uh, than I was with my actual guess. You said he climbed a chimney, fell down a roof, into a pool, and drowned. Nah, he just got run over by a train. All Which, I again... Re- don't name your pets after things that could karmically happen to them in a very bad way. I've had that mistake in my life. Uh, not going to do it again. <laughs> Don't name your pet bird after the world's most famous uh, fast food fried chicken chain. Don't do it. Um, but anyways, the old King Cole story is completely superfluous just thrown in i feel like the actor playing juice was just told to improvise tone lock you think tone lock was gonna get through this movie without one bit of improv he's well no he graduated from ucb wes an organization that i don't think existed at that time (laughs) So you're you're leaving open-ended questions with a half a point. Half a point, yep. 
multiple choice. Where does Preston get his money from? The options were a blank check from grandma, a blank check from a sympathetic <laughs> they banker. Really, they really let you believe that he's about to get all of his money from his grandma. <laughs> he's going to bleed her dry. <laughs> Uh, a suitcase with money in it. Mm-hmm. But the correct answer is what you selected. Uh, he gets it from a criminal. Yeah. Criminal gets into a car accident, which everyone blames Preston for. Like, how dare you get run over by that car? Well, at first, the his bully and the guy, the criminal blames him but then the the crowd starts coming around it and it's like hey what's going on here yeah but then his parents blame him oh well that's because preston sucks remember he's a bug <laughs> sheep of the family that's true this isn't if, the first time <laughs> if your black sheep relative gets hit by a car chances are it was their fault what does preston say when he sees a statue of atlas carrying the globe at the back <laughs> This is such a throwaway line, but I was. <laughs> it really, it really does encapsulate the theme of the movie, though. He I walks suppose. up to Atlas, the man holding up this planet Earth, <laughs> as a punishment for his mere existence. And Preston says, "I know how you feel." <laughs> Preston is a world-weary boy who knows what it's like to have the lives of every living person depend on him. Uh, Which, again, a bank can't really make that claim either. All I will say is, Preston, I know how you feel. (laughs) (laughs) I start seeing Wes go lower on the camera and something appears on his back and it's us. It's all of us, the people of Earth. (laughs) Really just this podcast. We all know that Wes is the one carrying this shit. Editing, posting, social media, Mm -hmm. giveaways. I need everyone to know. Posting is different than social media for Wes. When Wes posts, that means he's taking out signs and he's hammering them into people's lawns. With QR codes to our podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is the name of the fictional millionaire Preston makes up? Fake answers were Mr. Bandicoot, Mr. MasterCard, your answer, Mr. Freeze. The correct answer Ooh. is... Mr. Macintosh, just the worst. And I hated hearing it, and I hated... That he was only ever referred to as Mr. McIntosh. He was never given a first name, which was in it's just the worst. <laughs> He's never given a nickname. You, every time that this fake person is referred to, you have to hear Mr. McIntosh. No one in the script believes it. I'm also meant to believe that no one has heard makes of that McIntosh. connection. <laughs> Like, in 94, we were all calling them our Macs already? Or just Apple, for sure. Yeah. 
the compute the Nintendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is Preston's dad most upset about when Preston moves down the street? I think I got this right. You did. Uh, the correct answer is he can't get out of his driveway because of the moving trucks. Which, you know how moving companies work? They're all led by one kid standing at the top of a castle with a megaphone. Just shouting things out, even though it's just like delivery, right? It's not really, (laughs) there's not really much rhyme or reason to just. He doesn't need to be on the roof. He could be in the house just saying, yeah, put that over there. Or not involved like, at all because it would just be dropped off at his porch. Exactly. And then he's like, Mr. McIntosh wants this here. You know, movers, how you give a shit about the guy that tells you where to put stuff. If he's not there. If this was done by Amazon. It's just a bunch of people chucking boxes as hard as they can at the front door. I mean, when... I installed my ring doorbell. I finally realized that all the delivery people have just been standing outside my door when I'm not there. And they're just yelling, where should I put this? <laughs> Do you need me to come in? <laughs> they start Which crying. room? Which room? <laughs> they start crying because I'm not there. <laughs> they're like, we love Mr. McIntosh. <laughs> As Wes does change all of his orders to say Mr. First name Mr. Last name Macintosh. Which is not a way Preston foils each bad guy at the end. Uh. <laughs> Alright, let me get, let me go through all yeah. of them. He does cage someone, launch him with a fake Formula One car into a pool to drown. <laughs> And that's when we see that guy do his best um, Joe from Sunset Boulevard impression. Uh, we get. What are you saying? Uh, I was going to say the next one. Yeah, go ahead. The next one is we see the mean boss from Elf get a VR headset dropped on him. And it makes him go crazy. It's like he's getting electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. And then one thing on the VR machine, Wes, you know me, as soon as I saw the anime on the screen, (laughs) the only thing consuming my mind is, what anime are they trying to pass off as a VR video game? The answer, of course, is Studio Ghibli's Castle in the Sky, a very recognizable movie. It was the 90s. Who would have thought that Japanese cinema would take off here? You know what? And Disney had the rights to distribution, so they thought, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and finally, the third thing. Uh, What happens to oh. Juice? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what happens to Juice. He gets... Oh, he gets shot nearly to death with a bunch of baseballs. <laughs> yep, at a high pitch speed. <laughs> yep. Uh, the fake answer was paying a guy off with $500 cash, but you said putting a VR headset on a guy's head because that would simply not subdue anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and it shouldn't have. And I stand by that. 
But as we all know, Preston at the end of the movie only had $332.74, not nearly enough to pay someone the full 500 Yes, I did memorize that number <laughs> to the last cent. Sounds like you got a lot out of this movie. I got a lot out of this movie. <laughs> Get ready for the review. Uh, so you're walking away uh, with a grand total so far of two and a half points. Mm-hmm. True or false, there is no kissing between an adult and child in this movie. You said false. There would be at least a kiss with Preston's dad. Mm -hmm. There is a kiss. It is not with Preston's father. Preston's father is incapable of communicating emotion, as with all fathers of the mid-90s. I would say most today. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would say more or better at it now. Yes, but I would still say majority. <laughs> I'd say a lot of dads are soy boys now. Would you like to talk more about this kiss? I deleted it from my memory. I don't know what you want me to say. It's I'm, it's coming back to me. It's a child kissing an adult. It's not romantic. It's just weird. <laughs> it's I don't like it. Bit. <laughs> yeah. But guess what? You can't train a child to kiss romantically, nor should you, (laughs) nor should you. And it looks bad. It's uncomfortable. It looks bad. It shouldn't have been there. It's like there's a very clear opportunity for her to kiss him on like the cheek or the forehead. Neither of those paths are taken. She goes straight for the lips. Um, his dad's cheering him on from the background this is uh really when i was a kid the only scenes i recall watching or even the only scenes i remember from when i saw this as a kid are the water scene that's weirdly romantic and that made me feel uncomfortable because it's all you've ever wanted. <laughs> it made me feel uncomfortable, but I remember the goons arriving and breaking it up, and I was like, whew. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where that could have gone. <laughs> and the kiss at the very end. And I saw this. I can't tell you how many times I watched this movie as a kid. And each time Just to feel something. It was uncomfortable then. It's more uncomfortable now. What were my parents thinking? <laughs> they thought they got you Richie Rich. But yes, because of that kiss scene, this movie is one of the... Uh, this movie gets a lot of flack. Uh, Honestly, the kiss isn't nearly as egregious to me as the water scene fair (laughs) just the relationship with shay yeah because the kiss scene it's like sure i guess whatever (laughs) it's not good but it's short and there's no way to make it look romantic because it fails at that yeah but how much time is spent on the water scene surely someone on the editing team was like we can't do this (laughs) and the director was like oh we must (laughs) 
Yeah, it's... Uh, I think... Uh, let me look it up real quick. Wikipedia. This movie's been... It was derived when it came out <laughs> over this kissing scene. Yeah. And recently, once it was put on Netflix, and then on Disney+, Plus, uh, it got renewed attention for the kissing scene. Uh, for borderline pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. And Disney Plus got criticism for not featuring the Love, Simon spinoff television series Love, Victor. Deeming it to be too adult. And but, yet blank check. Yeah. Still putting blank check on, <laughs> on the streaming service. I mean, yeah, they shouldn't have done that. But then without it, how would I have watched Blank Check? Right. And that's I not would have had Songs I... of the South on Disney. <laughs> Bring it back, Disney. Revel in your shame. Uh, moving on. If we can. True or false, Henry Preston's chauffeur is played by Andy Richter. You said true. Could have fooled me. Could have fooled me. <laughs> When I started this movie, I'm like, wait, is that Andy Richter? <laughs> like, no, it's somebody who looks very similar and sounds, sounds similar. It could have been Andy Richter. It, it's not, but it could have been. <laughs> it's like a mix between Andy Richter and John Candy. Yes. Someone whose career did not take off after this movie. <laughs> True or false? Uh, hold on, oh. I have something to say about Henry because I don't have a lot of time to do that. Yeah, there's, there's Henry got a little say. annoying as the movie was going on. Yeah, got very annoyed with Henry at the party. I'm like, where's this guy's off button? He needs to stop. <laughs> and also the weird, like he just left to go get ice cream. Yeah, without telling anyone. He's like, I thought you said this party needed ice cream. <laughs> and, of course, the inexcusable scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Not off the top of my head, no. Where he's giving Preston advice on how to date women. Oh, yeah. I was dissociating during that <laughs> scene. I was like, I cannot engage with this in any way. Or I feel like I will be an accomplice to some sort of crime. <laughs> Anything else you have to say about Henry? Uh, let me see. Not really. Not really. No. What was Nothing. he doing when Preston just found him? He was just like parked on the side of some random road. He wasn't chauffeuring anyone. <laughs> Preston's just like, hey, drive me around. You work for me now. <laughs> me, the guy who works for Mr. McIntosh. <laughs> Mr. McIntosh. <laughs> I guess the only thing about Henry that's like redeeming in any sort of way is that he knew. 
But at the same time, he did nothing to stop it. <laughs> right. He, I mean, he's getting paid. He must, he must surely be getting paid an additional stipend than just the limousine driving job. Yeah. He, he's a de facto servant, and if he's not getting paid, congratulations, Preston. You just engaged in slavery. <laughs> true or false, Preston and Henry eat garbage bins full of ice cream. This is true. Yeah, they share. Yeah. What'd you think of that? I thought that they were both going to have their own individual garbage can full of ice cream, mm-hmm. and we're going to be watching a movie. That would have been the less responsible thing to do than eating a garbage can full of ice cream in the back of a moving limousine. <laughs> it's it's pretty gross. But it's a kid's you, dream. Did they bring their own garbage can? Or did they ask the ice cream place to fill the can? Well, the thing is, they made uh, an impromptu stop at haagen Who... First of all, the choice to use haagen ice cream to fill an entire garbage <laughs> bin. I don't know if you've purchased any haagen I can't because I'm not wealthy beyond yeah. my wildest <laughs> dreams. But I can't afford a pint, let alone an entire garbage can. You know, I'm willing to bet haagen was like, you're buying this much ice cream, we'll throw in our garbage can for free. <laughs> um then there's at the end of the movie henry's like i don't know if i got the flavor right what flavor (laughs) you ordered the flavor they're not making new fucking ice cream i don't know if you put a bunch of ice cream into one (laughs) container you taste all the different flavors I've eaten like a garbage man my entire life, and I don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> True or false, the fancy steakhouse Preston takes shade to is called Steak Heaven. <laughs> I said false. It's true. It is Steak Heaven. Very misogynistic advice coming from Henry. They'll love the salad bar. <laughs> Oh, Andy Richter. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine what this would have done to Andy Richter's career. I'm willing to bet enough people mistook him for Andy Richter that there was an (laughs) impact. (laughs) Let's get on Andy Richter's movie podcast where he does this exact same thing. (laughs) He doesn't do that. Uh, That's Scott Ackerman. Fuck you, Scott. (laughs) True or false, Preston's bully's name is Spike. I don't know. (laughs) You said false. It is false. His name's Butch. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the other option. Uh, True or false, the bad guys threaten Preston's bully by dangling him over a skyscraper. It wasn't as violent as I wanted it to be. They do it. (laughs) When they already had a scene threateningly, like, standing over him and picking him up by his shirt. The audience won't get it. They had to take him to a second location. (laughs) 
Because then the police will never find him. Like, surely Butch must be intimidated enough to just tell... Like, why wouldn't he tell them even He's without... a tough kid. <laughs> He's a pretty tough kid. He wasn't broken yet. But what, what incentive does he have to keep Preston's <laughs> location a secret? <laughs> he was kicked out of the he, house. He loves Preston. <laughs> That's the secret of this movie. He well, he's only mean to Preston because he likes him. Oh, uh, of course. Toxic masculinity. That's how boys work. <laughs> and the screen grab. Yeah, it's the it's the gross limo scene. I think I was pretty on the nose. It's after the water jets date. Mm-hmm. After they've gone to not McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah, you see. Romantically tense scene. (laughs) (laughs) And it shouldn't have happened. Uh, Yeah, you said this this scene makes you angry and uncomfortable. (laughs) Got a point. (laughs) Uh, You said Shay is uncomfortable too. That is not true. (laughs) (laughs) She's too comfortable. Shay and Preston Preston are riding in a car while Preston's making a move on Shay going in for a kiss. I gave you half a point. It has the vibes of what of that, but it's not actually happening. It it feels like it could happen any second. <laughs> which is again a big problem. Uh, you said Preston's wearing a modern art shirt. We see him purchase in a montage. We sure did. <laughs> you got a point. Uh, I also want to talk about that montage very briefly. Which one? <laughs> the the shopping three one. Three montages. There are, but during this montage specifically, uh, they play the song "Money: The Best Things in Life Are Free," a song I have heard. I think once a month for the past like six months. Why? Why? It's just showing up in stuff that I'm watching. Uh, It was the theme song for Shark Tank for the first season and a half, which is awful. It's in the Macaulay Culkin movie Getting Even with Dad, and it plays three times in that movie. Oh, God. To the point where there was an emotional moment in the movie, and I thought they were going to play, like, a soft ballad version of that song. It's, yeah. The music in this movie is jarring. It doesn't work, ever, at any point. Uh, you said Shay's wearing her own dress, but Preston did buy buy her something inappropriate. A dress that's inappropriate. Uh, he did buy her a necklace, so I'm not going to give you a point. She rejects it, and then in the next scene, you see her wearing, She's wearing it. it. <laughs> There's, I, I wrote a joke uh, where she's like going for the necklace, which is, for those of you that haven't seen Blank Check, uh, it is a gold necklace with a diamond-studded open heart mm-hmm. in the center of it. And she picks it up, and she goes... Oh, Preston, this is wonderful. When any normal human being would pick up that necklace and go, Wow, this necklace is really tacky. (laughs) 
He is 10 years old, Ethan. She's going to give him the benefit of the doubt. She's in love with him. She's trying to She's make it work. She's looking for information. She's using <laughs> him. For his body. Um. <laughs> oh! You made me blow out my mic. And you said the bad guys are an interception. They were. I gave you half a point. All right. So you got three points. All right. I like that. Uh, so you're walking away with eight and a half points out of 20 on the mm-hmm. blank check quiz. Well on my way to my predicted score. Buddy, I'll get there. Just like Shade. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then before we get into, well, I guess we can talk about whether we would rewatch the movie. Wes, would you rewatch Blank Check? I think I've rewatched it enough times in my life that I'm willing to put this one to bed. <laughs> I like that both of us, over the course of our show, have found a lot of movies where we're like, I think I'm done with this one now. <laughs> you will be the last person I show this movie to. <laughs> That's enough. Take it out behind the barn. Blank Check's been behind the barn for a long time, <laughs> but I just keep going back <laughs> for seconds. Just to pet it. You have the shotgun in hand, but you're not ready yet. It's rabid. It's biting at you whenever you come to see it. I knew I should have shot it when I was three years old, but I kept it alive. Uh, What the fuck is going on upstairs? My neighbors are screaming. They are jumping around. They just They're being got, robbed. They just got Pokemon Diamond and they want a Magby. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you pick Diamond? Why would you pick Pearl? Magby is so much worse than Elekid and Electivire. I know. I picked Pearl because back in the day I had Diamond and Pearl, but I played Pearl on my DS. You were so excited for Palkia, the penis neck dragon. <laughs> and I got Pearl again. Just for the nostalgia, and then I realized once I bought it, I made a grave error. <laughs> you have all the worst version exclusives. <sighs> anyway, me, would I rewatch Blank Check? Uh, believe it or not, no. <laughs> there was a there was a point before this movie, before we recorded this episode, where I was like. Maybe I should watch some clips so that I remember, because I watched this earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, no, <laughs> I don't want to fucking do that. I really don't want to watch this movie again. Because above everything else, it's boring. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to say. No, the the message of the movie is you can't buy friends. Even though Preston, does. Preston never even tried. <laughs> really? Yeah. Let me talk about uh, my notes that I took during this movie, just so I can go through it real quick. Sure. Uh, insane that this is a Disney movie. Early on, there's a part where the dad's like talking about, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You got to work hard to make money. 
And I was like, is this going to be an anti-capitalist movie? Spoilers, it's not. Uh, You can't make movies like that. It's very overtly pro-capitalist. Yes. They they get on the Rattler. They're very much at Six Flags Great America. (laughs) Uh, They're probably not. They're probably at, like, uh, not Cedar Rapids. (laughs) What is it called? I can't remember. It's Six Flags it's... Fiesta, Texas. They're not in Texas. They're in Minnesota. Yeah, but the theme park they filmed that was Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. <laughs> Bizarre. At least I recognized it was Six Flags. Because several of the park's attractions, including the Rattler and Power Surge, were in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you imagine? First of all, okay, let me talk about the token system because this is bullshit. <laughs> if you go somewhere and one token is equal to one dollar get out of there that's a scam you're going to a real theme park that bases its economy on carnival rules that's bullshit speaking of six flags i always i i just want to say i've always wanted to and it will never it's possible it'll never happen i've always wanted to have a first date be at a restaurant in six flags Mm-hmm. We're not going on any rides. We're just going <laughs> <laughs> to Johnny Rockets to get a burger and some funnel cake. Uh, then we're out. <laughs> Pay the $89 for entry. And she's going Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 89 per person. Yes. <laughs> Wes has never been to a theme park. I think it's important for people to know that. I've been to Six Flags one time, and I had nightmares about it. And you didn't it. say hi? And you didn't say hi? I lived there. It was my senior year. You were in Madison. <laughs> I got out of that joint. I was the first person in my neighborhood to ever go to college instead of Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> Any other notes you want to share? Yeah. Let's see. The zoom-ins that they do when he's about to get run over by a car are absolutely wild. The cinematography in this movie is batshit. <laughs> um, the idea that any banker would assume this child is the fence is asinine. <laughs> um, Juiced has this running joke in the movie where he's like, I don't know what this kid looks like. He could be any child. <laughs> There's a very easy joke here. Juice should have just said that all white kids look the same to him. Can it's a Disney movie. That will create divisions, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that the lady who plays the uh, party planner is like a pretty famous comedic actress. Mm-hmm. But man, she was making a choice with that accent. It was too much. Right. In the quiz, I wanted to include a part where she tells everyone the party's over, Macintosh is broke, and then everyone's leaving. But for some reason, everyone's really mad at her, and someone (laughs) rips out her hair. (laughs) Look, I did not expect a weave to get snatched in blank check, but it happened. Inexplicably, it happened. 
pretty nuts that Quigley is driving through a park screaming at Preston, <laughs> I own you and your butt is mine. I was like, this is a lot. No one's doing anything. They're just watching. Mm-hmm. They loved it. <laughs> uh, and then Quigley has one of the best lines in the movie, and I would say in cinema, where he says, you're in trouble because today... I have been drinking vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the highlights. Mm. (laughs) Those are the highlights from Blank Check. Now, Wes, here's the more important question. Would you show the... (laughs) Would you you show this movie to a child? That I'm babysitting? That you're babysitting or your class? No, I would have I'm afraid I would be fired. <laughs> <laughs> and, and frankly, any teacher showing blank check to their class probably should be fired. There's something going on there that's that's dangerous. <laughs> hmm. Ethan, would you show this to someone you're babysitting? Hell no. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to jail for blank check. I already feel like I'm on a list. <laughs> I'm just disappointed you didn't watch this with Kira. I was waiting for <laughs> you to watch this with her, so you got the. You full... know what she? You know what she would say? <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> but you needed to hear it. Yes. Uh, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not good. Blank check. It's it's not good. Go. <laughs> Uh, and here, here's here's like a, a, a good summary thought. You know how the movie Big is charming because it's a large man who's actually a child living out the childhood that he doesn't get to have? Yeah, Preston's a kid. <laughs> He's a little boy, and there's no plausible deniability when he has sex with an older woman. There's no sex, don't. <laughs> Don't defile this movie. There's no plausible deniability when he has a relationship with an older woman. Because he's a child. He, he's a child. I'm not saying that the, the woman in Big should have slept with Tom Hanks' character. That still feels weird and bad. <laughs> but at the end of the movie, she's like, this relationship needs to stop. <laughs> Hey, but at least at the end of this movie, they agree in three years, they'll give it another try after some negotiation. She's in the FBI. She could probably get away with it. (laughs) How uncomfortable did you feel when she was like, we'll talk in eight years. And he's like, two. (laughs) And that's the moment where she goes, I'm out of here. Preston's antics are never cute. They're always creepy. He is growing up to be a predator. Yeah. (sighs) I don't want to talk about Blank Check anymore. (laughs) Uh, I highly recommend that you look up this movie before watching it. uh... Or don't watch it. (laughs) Or just don't watch it. I think this movie is going to be mentioned again during our year in review. (laughs) 
I have a feeling. <laughs> Man, our schedule for this end of the year is fucked. <laughs> hey guys, we're not doing Christmas movies. We're just running straight through to January. Because <laughs> we kids movies. Through. No, next year I might schedule a little better. I won't. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a brief break, watch Blink Check again, and we'll be right back. <laughs> it's a short movie. <laughs> I can't tell if this is going to be a good episode or a bad episode. <laughs> Especially with what's coming up. I'm just glad these movies are paired together, you know? I wouldn't have it any other way. And we're back! <laughs> we had nothing to We're say. talking about... I We had nothing to talk about. It's just decompression. We're talking about the Brave Little Toaster, the BLT as I call it. Tasty. Uh, Much tastier than a standard BLT. I hate tomatoes. I do love toasters. Crunchy. Mm -hmm. Tastes like blood. What happened in this movie and why haven't you seen it? But let's flip this. Why haven't you seen The Brave Little Toaster? Okay. uh, I haven't seen this movie because... um, And as as a connoisseur of shit movies and TV shows... (laughs) This is a movie that everyone who, when I say that I'm into watching bad movies, they're always like, oh, you gotta watch Brave Little Toaster. It's either that or The Room. And I'm like, yes, I've seen The Room. I've seen it so many times. Whatever. Like, I get it. It's a bad movie. And Brave Little Toaster, I refuse to watch because everyone is always pushing me to watch it. So you're saying this is too surface for you? Yeah, this is too basic this is the <laughs> this is the shitty movie watchers basic choice it ain't no blank check let me tell you that. <laughs> you know what i will say anyone who puts the brave little toaster on like a bad movie list is wrong the movie's not bad it's just weird and i'll i'll let that color you i will fully let that color your perception what i know about this but, movie uh, i know that uh, there's, like, oddly high stakes in this movie, from my understanding. There's, I think a vacuum dies in this movie. Some character dies, and like, destroyed, or some appliance, and it's, it, it hits hard, from my understanding. Um, it's either that, or I'm thinking of Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars? Is that the... Okay, so fun fact for the audience. um, This is just on the history of these movies. There are three movies. Um, There's The Brave Little Toaster, its immediate sequel, The Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars, and the third movie, which I believe is called The Brave Little Toaster Saves the Forest. Hmm. And then, of course, the fourth one, Mars Needs Moms. Yes, after the after Toaster kills all the moms on Mars, <laughs> Mars Needs New Moms. Uh, the second and third movie are available for streaming on Netflix and Disney+. Plus. The first movie is not available anywhere for streaming. <laughs> it cannot be purchased legally <laughs> because licensing rights are off the wall. Wes, for your sake of ease, 
Uh, if you check the hyperlink that I put in our score sheet, you can watch this full movie for free on YouTube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and post that in the show notes for everybody, too. But that's the only way to watch this movie online. All right. So this is a first for our podcast. Um, otherwise, I think it's... I really don't know what goes on in this movie. It's some kind of adventure. The toaster has to go on some adventure to save something, someone, someplace. I don't give a shit. The toaster goes somewhere with a bunch of appliances, and that's kind of the gist of it. There's dark moments in it. Okay. Dark moments. All right, question number two. What do the appliances do when they hear a car coming outside early in the movie? And this is a routine for them as well. I want to say they scream. My first guess is scream. Okay. Second one is they run towards it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and three is they try to hitchhike. They're always okay. just trying to get out of there. They want out. Okay. All right. And then next open-ended question. Why is this movie called The Brave Little Toaster? What does Toaster do compared to the others that makes it so brave? Okay. I think this is pretty much just a trick question, and he's not particularly brave. I don't think there's anything really brave about him. I think there's maybe, if there's humans in it, there's going to be a point where we get a lobster the lobster scene where the hand and the toaster mm -hmm. we're gonna get one of those but uh otherwise i think he just is the cutest of all the appliances or at least the most marketable one so <laughs> just name the movie after him got it uh and then the final open-ended question I'm going back to an old style, which uh, neither of us particularly like, but I thought it would suit this movie. I'm going to give you the five main characters type of appliance, and I want you to tell me the character's name. Uh, first, we got Toaster. Uh, and if you'd like a little bit of a hint with this question, I can give you one. No, I don't need it. Toasty. Toasty? The lamp. Lampy. Okay. Blanket. Blankety. You're going with blankety? Yes. Okay. Radio? Just radio. Okay. And the vacuum. Dexter. Excited for you to get these. Uh, I don't think I've ever been more excited <laughs> for you to see the results of a question. Multiple choice. Number one. Which of these songs, and I'll provide you with a short description of each song, is not in the movie? Three of these are in the movie. One of them is not. Okay. A. Tutti Frutti. The song by Little Richard. B. Worthless. 
wrecked cars reminisce on the highlights of their lives before they are crushed to death. C. Bleeding Edge. New appliances sing about their fears about being replaced in the future. D. B-movie show. Junk shop Frankensteins threaten the team with death. I'm going to say C. You need a little uh, little Richard. Is it little Richard? Yeah, little Richard. You need a little Richard in the movie to brighten things up. Other two, mm-hmm. the B and D are definitely in this movie. And C, okay. the appliance, the new appliances are going to be uh, wis- uh, wistfully ignorant. And I don't know if I used wistfully correctly. You didn't, but I'll move on. <laughs> because it seems like we're lingering, Ethan. <laughs> one of us is a. Te- I'm just saying, one of us is a teacher. <laughs> it's not me. And the reason that I can't be a teacher is I'm too mean to people who are wrong. Multiple choice number two. Go. What does the radio? Call the toaster. So the toaster has its true name, but radio has a nickname for it. Is it A, slots, B, hothead, C, toasty, or D, breadface? Okay, I'm stuck between breadface and slots. Um, I'm okay. going to go with slots. Okay. Any particular reason? Sounds familiar, and uh, I feel like it would go well with kind of a Boston accent. Hey, slots. I think you'll be excited to figure out who plays the radio. This is the guy who voices Ham. Do you want me to, Coco. Do you want me to tell you who it is ahead of time? <laughs> <laughs> you'll figure it out. You'll, you'll recognize him immediately. Tim Allen. He's probably the only voice actor that you will recognize in this movie. Uh, Multiple choice number three. What is Blanket's secret treasured possession? Is it A, the master's baby tooth? B, old crumbs that the master left behind? C, the house's last fuse? Or D, a photograph of the master. I'm going to say the two. That's. It's weird. I want to see it. <laughs> Wes using his hope points. Yes. On <laughs> baby tooth. Multiple choice. Number four. What is the lamp's sacrifice? The lamp. Yeah. A, he is struck by lightning to get power for the rest of the team. Makes sense. B, uh, he tries to blind an, a human attacker and is crushed to death. C, he breaks his neck trying to save the blanket during a windstorm. Or D, his cord is ripped off trying to save a falling vacuum. I think it's D. I'm pretty sure it involves a vacuum. And then the final multiple choice question, who nearly dies at the junk shop? Is it A, the blanket, 
B, the radio, C, the toaster, or D, the lamp? Radio. What a piece of junk. It should lose its life. Should die. Unless... I don't have many... uh, Sorry, go ahead. Unless, of course, it's tuned to Magic 98. Madison's uh, oldies. (laughs) Not Rigoletto's station. Don't listen to it. Is that his station? No. His is W... CRV, the Crave. It's W. It's the CW. (laughs) He's constantly talking about Green Arrow. (laughs) Which is just called Arrow, I believe. They made a spinoff called Green Arrow. Uh, Just so you knew it was about him (laughs) and not every other character they're pushing harder in Arrow. True or false, number one. The air conditioner is the kind leader of the house, and we watch him die. Uh, true. Let's see a death. Okay. Uh, and then a bonus question. How does his death make the other appliances feel? Um... They're fine with it. You know, he wasn't a good dude. They've seen him do some shady things. Seen him kiss a child. (laughs) (laughs) He's got... He had to stop. True or false, the team travels by hooking up the vacuum to a car battery and they ride on an office chair. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Too specific for you to come up with. You lack detail. Been told that too many times. Uh, True or false, Toaster has a nightmare that the blanket burns their house down. False. What do you think it really is? Or that this just doesn't happen at all? It doesn't happen at all. Fire has no place in this movie. Someone says that at one point. (laughs) Remember, kids, fire has no place in movies. Thanks, Smokey. Only you can prevent fires in movies. (laughs) (laughs) But not in the movie theater. I just mean in... In entertainment, there's no fire. The fires in your movie theater are unstoppable (laughs) and inevitable. (laughs) They will destroy you. It will be the end of our great nation. (laughs) The fires devour everything. (laughs) They cannot be stopped, stopped, stopped. As I lost my mother, so too will America <laughs> lose hers. hers, hers. Uh, true or false? Uh, had the appliances stayed at their cabin, they would have been fine. Ah, yeah, true. True or false? Magnets scramble the appliances' minds and they lose the memories of their master. I don't think that's true. I think that's what happens to a computer. Uh, (laughs) That doesn't really make sense to a toaster. 
Uh, and then true or false, a group of inanimate objects puts a real human's life in danger. Ah, uh, yeah, true. And not just in danger. Uh, There's death. Death has a heavy presence. The one thing blank check was missing was death. <laughs> and we're going to make up for it here. Plenty of death here to get over. Just how tame Blank Check was. They didn't really take any risks. Yeah, they didn't push any boundaries. Oh, shit. Hold on. And now I have to send Wes the screenshot, which I think I forgot to add to my screenshot folder. Sure did. We scroll in. Are you going to show me it over the... <laughs> yeah, I'm camera. just going to point my <laughs> phone at my laptop camera. This is too far back. Oh, here we go. I've sent it to him. I dropped my pen, so give me a moment. It's a wire. Okay. So, just right off the bat, animation in this movie is not great. <laughs> uh, this is a scene from a commercial, it would seem. Uh, it's a commercial for a as-seen-on-TV food processor. Uh, Toaster is there, looking at him a bit concerned... I don't think he's really concerned over the fact that the food processor is uh, spilling out shit. <laughs> um, I think the toaster is, for some reason, intimidated or scared of the food processor for some reason. Uh, I think he has it in his mind that the food processor will is going to replace him okay maybe as a breakfast alternative but otherwise doesn't really make sense because uh you know they do different things okay you see a toaster you put bread in it and it toasts it but a food processor you don't you don't toast bread in that it can't really toast bread super well um now I I'm I'm good with your answer. Now but you I can do put bread in the food processor, and it will mix. <laughs> it will mix it up, but you're not gonna get toast. No, not unless you're putting hot coals in there. Now then, we're talking, but I don't see any hot coals in this. <laughs> now, now you're cooking with coals, just like a toaster. Um, <laughs> my coal fueled toaster works very well. I um, hate how I got a black I, lung from my toaster. i've been working in my toaster what do you think was blended up in that food processor or do you think we saw it at all what was blended up in it yeah it's kind of purple brownish so i'm gonna say shit chocolate <laughs> cereal bread <laughs> just to show off 
and uh, <laughs> the, the food processor is like, I can do anything you can do. And puts in bread, <laughs> grinds up bread, <laughs> and the doster's like, he's right, I can do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and because it's Thanksgiving, turkey. <laughs> Happy Turkey Day, everybody! Shop till you drop. Ethan uh, and I sure will. Sp- yeah. Speaking of uh, shopping till you drop, we are probably not going to release an episode next week because uh, we would be recording during Thanksgiving weekend. I'll be gone on Sunday, oh. so I can't. I can't record on Sunday, and I'm doing. Thanksgiving stuff, and I haven't been told when. Well, I have a lot of free time because I have off from work, so. Okay. I could even do it Wednesday. I might be able to do Wednesday night. So I'll get back to you. Um, so we might we might have an episode. Never mind. There ain't no break for the wicked. Money comes from blank checks. We got bills to pay. We got older women to kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, thanks so much. You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The the current score is Ethan, 29.5 out of predicted 64. And Wes, 24 out of a predicted 75. Follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It, where we'll post the screenshot. Uh, for our questions every week. On Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at eGeese. You can follow Wesley at Baby Wesley on either platform. And remember, the fire devours everything. Can you put in, like, some Good. fire sound effects at the end of this episode? Yeah, sure. I'll put it under the monologue as well. The wicked fires will cleanse the theaters of the earth. And no one will watch a movie again. And the smokies of the world will rise up. (laughs) (laughs) They never should have split up smoking and non-smoking. And they certainly shouldn't have made us go away. (laughs) Smokey was never to prevent forest fires. He was always to encourage smoking. (laughs) Which makes more sense for the name Smokey. And not Joe Camel. (laughs) Goodbye.